You know, when you open with this anecdote, you said, I bought some vegan sausages, but then I took them back. I sort of thought there's a joke in there about, well, who is the vegan? Do you know what I mean? I bought some vegan sausages. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Yeah, I, t- I bought some vegan sausages. Do you see what I mean? But he didn't like them. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't eat, eat them, them. So he I took them, them back. So I took them back. That's got to be, there's some there's sort of, in there. it doesn't work, but we've got plenty of time. We've got 45 minutes to figure it out. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm Tamar Aspahani. And I'm Jake Yap. And oh, what's the point? <laughs> so we're pleased that uh, hashtag what's the point's been, uh, it's been trending. No, no, you're but pleased. You're really not pleased. I'm really you? not pleased. This is your brand. And you're like, <laughs> why did I invite him on board to just mess all over my brand? But it is quite funny, I have to say. It's quite nice that, that people are picking up on, on the little nuanced yes. conversation. Thanks very much uh, to everyone who's been sending us messages and stuff. It's been really great. Uh, we've had some really lovely tweets to is our personal accounts mainly. Uh, personal and Checkpoint Checkpoint have been tagged in as well. So is it uh, at Checkpoint Magazine? It's at Checkpoint Mzine. Mzine. Mzine, because Checkpoint Magazine was just too big, too long a handle. I mean, of Checkpoint course. enough is enough as it is. Um, so we have to be a bit creative, yeah. creative with that. But no, thank you so much for your um, for your input. We we love them, and we're we're we're, we're trying to respond to all of the messages. Yes. For anybody that doesn't know, by the way. Checkpoint is a podcast about video games and, and how it sits in our world, how it kind of fits in our society and our culture. Um, and I, keep, t- I keep forgetting to explain that. Yeah, I think it's important. Sorry, it's all right. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, back to, back to the back to the messages, Jake. What have, what have we been getting? Well, the nicest thing has been uh, people have been uh, chiming in with uh, r- phrases they use in everyday life taken from video games, and yeah. there's an absolute humdingers. Uh, this was started by Julie. Thanks, Julie. Yeah, thanks. Um, and she had some great ones. Uh, which uh, number one for her is time to make some crazy money, which is from Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi, one of the games that I absolutely adore. The certain era, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, and then also, I really like this one. No, uh, it's from uh, Tomb Raider, Lara Croft. I remember endlessly that. I think I went through a phase of saying that. Whenever you find yourself walking into a door or something, you just go, no. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. 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 And and then I don't know this one, which is, uh, I suppose, syncopated from Rhythm Paradise. Yes. No idea. No, there's some, there's some, good, the there's some good quotes in there. Nobody's, nobody's said uh, do a barrel roll yet, which I'm very, very disappointed about. So I'll, I'll wait for somebody to come back on that. But yeah, there are some really lovely ones. Um, we should do an episode, a whole episode on this at some point. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if there's 45 minutes worth of this, Tammy. Really? I'm looking at the But we, we would like more. Yeah. What about what was Gareth's one? What a horrible night to have a curse whenever the weather's bad at night. Oh, I don't know what I that's see, from. I, didn't I don't know what that, that one's one. from. Which where, where I can't see who's who's Gareth? I don't know. What was the quote? What a horrible night to have a curse whenever the weather is bad at night. Look, if you know what it is, why don't you get in touch and tell us? Yeah, you you just that was that is at Gabundi. I don't even want to know. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> At what? Gabundi. Oh, 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 that's not... I thought you were telling listeners to tweet us at Gabundi. Because that's not, not because we're hashtag what's the point now. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what we are. Well, if it sticks, it sticks. No, it's been great. Some of these messages are fantastic and and we don't have time to go through them all. But do keep them coming. I mean, do do certainly keep them coming and we'll we'll post some up of our own. We did pose a question as well that we would love to know about your... um, your top in-game dystopian worlds and dictators. I'd love to hear from you guys. Top uh, dictators. Yeah, it's to do with our next Checkpoint magazine. Oh, um, cool. So we're going to be doing a whole thing on how dictatorships are working in video games and, and whether or not we've crossed the line of reality in, in video game. Let's keep chatting, yeah? Let's keep chatting. Simon said, uh, this town's finished from Bloodborne. Oh, that's a great one. Bloodborne's fantastic. Oh, it's a great, yeah. It's, yeah brilliant. <laughs> I've never really understood American football. It seems to me that, you know, for the first sort of three minutes of a sort of five-minute cycle, three, three and a half minutes, everyone's positioning themselves mm. and sort of jiggling and moving little steps to the left and the right at various scattered points across the pitch. And then 
the guy blows a whistle, whistle and someone throws a ball and then a couple of fights break out and then he blows a whistle again and they stop and then they repeat that. I've never understood anybody that I've spoken to. And actually, it's, it's funny because Madden has a huge following in the video games world. It's actually one of EA's only titles that still does well as other than FIFA mm. that hasn't been kind of covered in scandal by Tiger Woods or, yes. or or anybody else. And it's amazing because Steve Madden's music through the night on Radio 2 hasn't run for <laughs> decades now. I mean, I, mean, I don't yeah, know He how. still has this incredible presence. Incredible following. But but it's one of the... Uh, and and actually, it's it's like WWE here and basketball it has a, it has quite a bit of a cult following um but madden especially more so especially for people at uni who have are part of their american football teams and the one thing that i always and i've never played them i have to kind of put my hand up and, and say i played a madden game back in the 90s on the mega drive when you know when it was first out but i've never understood them but they people swear by the strategy element of it they yeah. swear by the strategy element they play the game because of the strategy and that kills a game like yeah. It's just kind of a bit boring where you just have to keep choosing. It's like cricket. <laughs> Why would you make a game on cricket, of which, by the way, I have and I've played, and I went out to Australia to... They mo-capped me for a tennis game, actually, and that's the picture that you see. If you see the, hang on. Whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> they motion-captured you yeah. for a tennis game. Yeah, AO Tennis, which I'm in. Oh, I'm a playable you character. Tennis, don't you? You love I love your tennis. my tennis. So Does it have there. your hair? Uh, do you want to see? So on my Twitter feed, this actually, if we go back to my Twitter, if you have a look at the, I'm just going to. I'm not going to go on your Twitter. Do you see that picture there? Yeah, it's in the background. That's the wireframe of you. Yeah, that's when they mo-capped my face. That's hilarious. And they've mo-capped me taking um, forehand, backhand volleys and. Everything. Do you ever get in sports games like that? Uh, like if they don't manage to do the official licensing, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're far from the Madden crowd, right? Very good, do, very good. Do you have sort of a, a tennis player character called like Randy Mulberry? Um, or uh, uh, so what? What video games have started to do, licensing is such a big deal now. Yeah. So actually, one of the key things, and a lot of publishers will not release a game if they don't have a license or a set of licenses for a number of players or teams yeah. because it just doesn't work. And and what. That's been EA's kind of objective for the last year, which is why FIFA, for years, which is why FIFA has kind of monopolised the market, which is why PES is coming back now. Licenses are being opened up. Um, you, by PES, you don't mean that? No, I don't mean the sweets with no, the Z. I mean PES, I mean, as in Pro Evolution Soccer or Winning sure. Eleven in the Far East, as, as, as it's known there. Okay. Um, so, no, there's, the simple answer to that is, is it's very unlikely. However, I remember... Well, I remember if you play World Cup Italia 90, which was on the Mega Drive, which was one of the first games that I played, you had Gary Linkier. Gary Linkier. Linkier. Oh, that's a nice one. And, yeah, and you have lots of different different names that are thing. But no, generally <laughs> speaking, it doesn't work like that because the like that, people want the licenses. People want to play the characters. Wade Rudy. But the, yeah, Wade Rudy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Come on, we can have a lot of fun. Oh, come on. Look, that's something for the for the listeners to throw in their hats too I think. let's let's call it pro pro pop ball 20 pro pop right ball. we'll call it 20 you've got plenty of time to develop it okay <laughs> okay okay pro like pop ball. and the idea is that like you play but you, you know whoever's like the weakest player on the pitch every like say one minute of the tournament just pops just leaves this smear of, <laughs> of, of just entrails, entrails all, over the, all over the pitch wow amazing wade rudy wade has popped rudy has popped who else can we do pro what? pop ball it, and does this apply to all sports yeah we can do all the sports oh that's amazing where and, and, but where popping be the has most... to be the game mechanism for every single one right okay so in formula one for formula example, one the last car and the it just, just pops. pops it just turns into this massive long pink smear up the brilliant. tarmac brilliant okay well, I can't think of any names right now because well, you it would be um, me. Uh, um, it would be <laughs> um, Mike. Hmm. It's tricky, isn't it? My, uh, Lewis Harrison. That's good, Lewis. Lewis Harrelson. Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. We, Louis. We, Louis Harrelson. Louis Harrelson. And my balls, spoo whacker. <laughs> <laughs> what my balls sp spoo whacker has um, popped uh uh 
Good times. Yeah. Anyway, if you've got any thoughts for any knockoff ones for our pro pop ball, pro or, pop ball, or pro tournament. pro pop motoring twenty, or pro pop games, pro pop because pro, we, we could yeah, just yeah, have yeah. loads of them, right? Yeah. Like mini games. Yeah. We'll do the Olympops. The Olymp. Oh, I love it. I love it. Where everyone bursts. I love it. That Come be- first or burst. <laughs> that can be the. No, no falla. No falla. No falla. Who's that? Mo Farah. <laughs> Good times. I don't know. So, um, so um, just yeah, to come okay, back to this point, back to me and my why, wire friends. That's why you have games yes. like FIFA Ultimate Team and career modes now, where you can create your own character to go through yeah. the kind of tournaments to build up a legend. That's how they get around it now. This is the thing that um, men, right? I mean, it's they love the soap opera of sport. It's taken me years to realise this. It's not really about the sport. It's about them saying, "Yeah, well, I tell you what, uh, old Rudy there, you know, he's got uh, he's got a lot of work to do if he's going to get back on foot, and he's not going to do it." And they spend hours talking yeah. about this, confabulating about what could be and what should be and how it should have been and what yeah. should have happened. It's and- like it's like being in a weird monastery. Yeah, but instead of theological matters, it's always about. Men in tight, shiny shorts it's, that they love to watch. Yeah, I just find it how how people, how how much people invest into sport. I'm getting increasingly cross when I watch the ten o'clock news mm. that there has to be this little pause while for all the idiots will tell you about the sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's like it, it's literally it's like. Can we not do, like, streamed news? And I don't mean, like, live streaming. I mean, like, streaming like you got in school. <laughs> yeah. Like, for people who want, like, important, like, world news, right? Yeah, bands. News bands. So, whichever... News bands. Yeah. So, a band is going to be, like, you know, environmental news, world economics... Uh, Global politics. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then... I suppose that's exactly what they do. But, band, then you've but then got band sports, B, you've which got is local. Band B is local news for yeah. people who like to pretend they, they're interested in the news, but, but they're, they're not. not really. They only care about what happens in their local area. Band yeah. C. But, I mean, it's a shutting down. Yeah. I can't believe it. And then band C is sport. Is sport. Sports. Sport. And then sport. band D. E. Say it right, Tammy. Sports. 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 Band sports. And then you have. Is there a band D? That, no, there's not because say. it stops at band. C. C or D, and then it goes to immediately jumps to band Z, which is celebrity news, which oh. is giving people airtime that shouldn't have airtime. Yeah, frankly, um, I mean, and you could them- make the argument that us doing a podcast for free is us basically manufacturing airtime for ourselves. Yeah, look, that's different. We're not mainstream yet. We're not um, mainstream. I, we've not been picked up by Ryan Seacrest and his production team and made into a TV program. Is that possible? I think maybe we should look into it. Don't tell the listeners. I've put put an email out to Ryan. Ryan's people. I've reached out. That's what you have to say. I've I've reached reached out out to to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... I, I, it drives, it drives me, it drives me insane. But, yeah, but, but yeah, but you don't get celebrity news in the middle of the 10 o'clock bulletin, whereas we all had to have to pretend that... You do, though. Someone... If Kim Kardashian, when she was mugged in Paris... That made the 10 o'clock news. Yeah, because that was nonsense. I mean, I don't care if she... There were people Fine. being mugged every single day. You've well, got look, a profile. We've been talking for some time now and we haven't got into video games. No, I've so sort listen. of got a segue, but I'll listen to you if you want me to listen to you. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, no, listen, what have you been playing? Oh, well, no, <laughs> so well, let's, let's you reverse. Listen. No, no, you reverse. You do your segue. Go, go. You go. listen. So, uh, vaguely sports related. Right. I, I didn't play this game, but I, I loved this game. Okay. Just for the title alone. Okay. I found this on the Switch, okay. and it's called When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. <laughs> would you not want to play that game? Would you not I be entertained? I would love to play that game. It's one of those sort of... I did, there's a name for it, but it's like a sort of building game where you have to build a structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, will support yeah, yeah. a certain amount yeah, yeah. of thing. So you basically build ski like jumps. Like Zoo Tycoon or, or a Roller Coaster Tycoon or something along those Like a, I, a management game, yeah. Not not a management game. It's You're literally building the structure. So you're building the oh, ski okay. jump. Yeah, you're yeah. building the ski lift. And so it's a physics kind of thing. Right, the Kirby Space Program stuff. Have you seen that? No. 
Kirby Kerbal. You'll have to check it out. It's really it depends fun. if you're playing the licensed version or not. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Choir balls. Choir balls. So um, that looked that looked like a lot of fun. But I found a lot of fun games this week. Go on. What have you found? Because you've really kind of. You've been scraping the bottom of the barrel. I know, but I'm sort of like this. I used to do this with music when I was a, like a teenager. I was like, I'll buy that because it's £4. Yeah. I'm not buying the, the one I really like because that's £8. <laughs> but I can buy... Two. I can buy Complete Madness for £4. Yeah. So I should buy that and enjoy that. <laughs> and I did, very much. Um, but I found some really entertaining games, like f- funny games. Right. So there was one I didn't think it was going to be. I was just literally going through it like, what can I play? This was on Xbox. Okay. Like, what can I get with my Game Pass? Uh, okay. This because so- this podcast is going to bankrupt me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go on like this. So I found this game called... I've told you to download Risk I don't know how many times, and you still haven't. I will. Go. Anyway, you found... Come. That's for, for Taman. This is like waiting for the season finale like will he download risk or not all Tamo wants to do is to play risk and i know why it's because he's probably really good at it and he just wants to enjoy thrashing me no I'm no got... this is your ego riding you hard saying kill him i've got kill him i've got <laughs> i know what this is about i've got two other people that i play with grant and, and yeah. rob who oh, i've yeah. spoken to and about sometimes and i need... don't manage to kill them but i can kill you <laughs> it's not play the risk jake it's not kill. the case at all it's just that having more real human players makes it a lot more interesting well, so oh, we yeah. need we human players that five you can players. actually kill. Yeah, yeah I the, know how. you know it's that sense of satisfaction that you don't get from killing AI, which we spoke about last week. Anyway, so this oh, see, I want to, mm. there's a have you ever played Werewolf? This is not a video game. This no, is I just haven't. a game that you play, but you need like ten people at least okay. to play it properly, and it's frustrating because it's not that often that you're with ten people. But this is the beauty of video games. And I had that Danny Wallace took me to a farm in Wales. Once for, for for what exactly? Um, I I think was it was it just charity work on his, but and I think it was genuinely because he just wanted to play werewolf. So he got this this <laughs> cottage and put all these people up in it. Lovely people, Mark Haynes, Richard Bacon, and inexplicably wow. me, right? And and <laughs> yeah, what were you doing? Every, and and it was just so that we could all sit around and play werewolf. What is werewolf? It's this great game. It's um, you keep saying it, but you haven't explained what it is yet. You sit in a group and. You have one person who's like the narrator yeah. and they're sort of running the game and you have bits of paper and most of them say villager. One says werewolf. Uh, there's more to it than that, but I'm going to simplify it, right? So you give them all out and one person in the circle is going to be the werewolf, but nobody knows who. She sounds like a ring a ring of roses for adults. Go on. <laughs> And then you all fall down. No, and then night falls and someone is killed in the night by a werewolf. So somebody so falls and somebody and it- dies like Ring-A-Ring-A-Roses. Yep, go on. Go on. Just Google it. So there's this game, Headlander. It's available no, go on, the Xbox. Go on, I want to know. Go on. No. Uh, it's, and it's called Headlander. And I thought this is such a wildly improbable pre- premise that i'm in right and it it basically says something like you are a detached head who has to fly around finding host bodies to land on that you then operate and move around so do you walk with a double head or no you're you're literally are they dismembered bodies already you, you are a head inside a space helmet that has little jetpacks on the side Wow. And you fly your detached head <laughs> around until you find a body. Or, well, ideally what you do is you blow the head off someone and then you go and land on their body, which you then take over and can walk around with. I love it. And it's, it's brilliant. And what was weird is it, it reminded me of, did you see the Darren Brown special where they staged a car crash and this woman believed she was having an out-of-body experience? They did... They took like a latex mask uh, of her face and they that, put her I've, in the thing yeah, and dressed. Yeah. Or it was a guy, I think. And um, whoever it was ended up saying, be, be gentle with me, as the paramedics were kind of carrying their double out. Wow. Genuinely believed that that is me, that must be me. It was really freaky and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sort of had that with this game because you, f- you detach from your body the body you've been using and your head flies off and you go off and fulfill a little mission as this head going through a little duct that you couldn't fit your whole body through. Wow. 
and then you come back and you're like, or you, you move on to the next page. It's like, almost like a side-scroller game. And you're like, but my, my body, I left my, my body. And you're like, forget it, that body's gone now. You That's need to shoot weird. the head off another That's one. Weird. And it's it's great because And this was on Xbox. This was on Xbox Game Pass. With Game Pass. And um it's it's all styled it looks like an old VHS. It looks like old kind of Atari uh, style. Okay, right? okay, okay. They've even sort of shashed it and messed up right, the right, picture right. a bit. Uh but um they are obviously of a certain age, the people who've developed this game, because it's fun and it's it's funny and the dialogue is funny. It's very camp, right? And it really reminds me of Buck Rogers. Oh, really? The TV series, really? And I'll tell you why, man, because there's some weird stuff going on in there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just the fact that you're blowing people's heads off and landing on them. I mean, Headlander sure. is. I mean, is that's. I mean, that's just the premise. sounds crazy, but yeah, but it, it works as a game, but. Um, you land on, uh, I think it's called like a, a, the pleasure port or something, the pleasure <laughs> palace or something. And it's a bit weird in ways that I never understood when I was a kid and I watched Buck Rogers. There was a whole subtext happening. Oh, yeah. And I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just enjoyed the space opera yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the running around yeah, and the yeah. baddies. Uh, it's sort of the same with this game. At same one with point Bucky you have O'Hare. to at, the sa- at some point you have to walk through the fondlarium. Oh my goodness. But it's fine. Like, it's okay. It's all right. But, I mean, I, as far as I got, that nothing particularly untoward is happening. But So that's on Xbox Games Pass. Yes. So that's free for a month, right? Do you want to explain what Xbox Games Pass is? Because, or, or do you want me to? I'd, lo- I'd rather you did it. Um, from what I understand, Xbox Games Pass is you pay a subscription fee every month. It's like Netflix. It's like Netflix. Yeah. You pay X amount a month. I can't remember what it is. Is it five ninety nine or something? You can get it for like three pounds a month for the first nine years if you subscribe Scro- twice with yeah. a gold. So there are there are incentives for you to do it, but what it does is it allows you early access to games, and it also allows you to get games for a period of time. So you'll be it's almost like the Sony's um, uh, game. PlayStation Plus or whatever, a PlayStation Plus, whatever it is, where you uh, PlayStation I think, Pass. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, that's that's the lower that end. I mean, that's the lower end. That's before yeah. you upgrade. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then you you get access to games for a set amount of time. You get full access to the game, all the whole game, and then you get to play it for a month, I think. And then once the, the time is over, um, it, you get a new set of games that come out. The, the great thing about Games Pass is, is that it does allow. There are some big titles that come out on Games Pass, so you can actually play the game, and it allows you to play it before release. See if you like it, um, and if you do, then you can go off and buy it. It's actually quite a nice. If you play a lot of games, it's actually a really good thing. And I think obviously with Games Pass and your Xbox Live Gold membership, um, uh, with both of those as well, when you go to the store, you can get discounts on most games. So there will be kind of gold deals for people and Games Pass deals for people as well. Also, I feel like my Xbox is looking at me in a kind of, oh, hello, sir. You know what I mean? Oh, you're you're not one of the rabble. Hello, sir. You know what I mean? I just feel that from my Xbox. I'm glad you feel it. Hello, sir. You know, it's not what do, you want to, do you want to just go through? <laughs> do you not need to see my uh, that? No, sir. It's fine. Just go well, through. Go through. So you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. like that. Well, we'll it feels you, good. You'll be getting more. You'll be getting more games from me. Uh, we're, we're coming up to release time now, so in the next couple of months, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of games coming out. Yeah. So we'll be doing a lot of gaming. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so which is good. So Headlander. <clears throat> so that was that. Did you? Did you? Did, just very quickly on that. Um, yeah. Is it? Is it kind of again one? Of the, presumably, it's quite. I mean, I'm guessing it's a lonely game, Jake, because um, you're blowing people's heads off and, yeah. and, I just and commandeering you. their bodies. I feel terrible. Yeah, <clears throat> um, it's no. I mean, because it's it's a funny game. Yeah, you know. So and it's have got, you completed the missions? I mean, are the missions, no. or is it or is it just an exploration type thing? You're sort of just going through stages. I can, you know, it's get the thing to put in the thing. Now right. you need a thing to activate the drive to get to the Fine. next bit or whatever. And it it Jet set it got it. a little repetitive right okay. after a while yeah i okay. think so, which is why it's great for a game pass kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah um but but it was really enjoyable just for being something a bit different and a bit new mm. i really enjoyed it yeah it was a, a surprise and a delightful one at that they're good when you come across and there's so many indie games on the on both the xbox and the playstation and actually if you want indie games go on steam on pc yes, I need to do because that. there's so many i mean there's just the amount of submissions is very it's very different on steam and on pc you can get your um 
uh, your your game onto Steam a lot easier than you can get it through to PlayStation and, and Xbox because the submissions levels on both those platforms is crazy. Yeah. So that was Headlander. What else have you been playing? Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh wow! Okay, this now, is a demo because it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. Well, it might be this. out just about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listening. yeah, we we are. It probably is out now. But yeah. Oh, if it's you know twenty thirty two and you're living in some kind of post apocalyptic, uh, yeah. do you remember the times when you could get games? Anyway, um, it. So I I read a review or a preview mm. that was quite excoriating. Okay. It's quite, it's also, yeah, it looks nice. I mean, it's pretty enough, <laughs> but uh, not enough gameplay to. <laughs> And all of that. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm curious. So I downloaded the demo, which you can on Nintendo on Switch. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. And um, I played it with my little boy, who's five. Yeah. Perfect game. Like, perfect yeah, game I, for this, him. I have like, a huge problem with people that say that, and especially kids' games, There's there are loads of games that I review, and I don't review them. I play with the, with yeah. the girls. Because actually... This game isn't for you. No. I mean, unless unless you're you and you're playing Cars 3 Driven to Win. I mean, that's a different, <laughs> that's a different story altogether. <laughs> but, but those games are not made for you, Jake. No. Um, so you can't review them. This is one of the biggest problems that I have with, with games press, is that they they almost try to intellectualise something that, yes. that, that isn't there at all. So I'm glad you said that. Go on. Well, this was the thing that, I mean, it is, it is a really lovely world and it looks like everything's been made of cardboard and glue and uh, someone's really made a mess of their kitchen table and had a great time. Um, but in a way, that's all kind of irrelevant. I mean, this review was talking just about that. Saying, oh, yeah, it was nice enough, but oh, it was only about two hours of gameplay. It's like, not if you're five. No. If you're five, this is an unending odyssey because yeah. he doesn't know where to go and how to do it. I mean, you saw what I was like at our press junket yeah, last yeah, yeah. week, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm not much more evolved from my five year old. And so he had a great time figuring it out, puzzling around, wandering about. And, and it's a safe place. People forget this. Yeah. For for kids that age, not being bombarded with stuff that's happening in the corner of the screen or being dragged mm. or whatever, it's also a safe place. Yeah. And also it was for him it was great because it was it was realistic goals. Like he could complete the stages. But you know what? He could complete the stages and hadn't necessarily fulfilled everything on that level mm. so there is a lot of replayability for him you know he will go back and want to get every coin and all the yeah. rest of the gubbins and um i think it's a brilliant game it's a yeah. charming little game yeah. it's lovely and, uh, and it's was, yoshi what's I, not to love i played it with it with him uh, this evening and there's a bit we hadn't played it in two-player mode before and uh, the fact that um, you basically play as two Yoshis and okay. you can stick your tongue out the way Yoshi yeah, does, yeah. you can actually do that and swallow each other whole. And does it and, make you double the size? And No, you're just going to go, and then your cheeks fill out. Brilliant. He laughed like a drain at that. He thought that, and we spent a good 10 minutes just swallowing each other and Brilliant. spitting each other out. And he was crying with laughter. So I, it's, it's a great game. Like if you've got kids, I would say five to seven, eight years old, yeah, and do what Jake did. Download it. the demo. Don't buy the yeah. game if you're not, and see if the kids love it, and then and then get on it. I think it's a re I think that's a really good thing. And and actually, I don't know if you remember back in the '90s when video game magazines used to come out. They used to give you a, a demo ROM. Yeah, those and were the days. Those were amazing. I mean, I, I spent my life playing an F14 Tomcat game where you, where all the demo, all it was, was landing on the carrier. And I mean, it's so hard to land a bloody F14 on a carrier. Um, but that that's. You can do that now. You can do that with yeah. demos on the Switch. And, and it's made for families, so don't be afraid. Don't mm. be afraid. Download the games and play them. Mm. Um, I also had a quick go on Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, cool. Which okay. is a lovely game, yeah. but definitely for someone a bit older. Spike found that really hard. Yeah. He was like, what the... I don't get it. It's too hard. It's kind of the prequel to going into Tomb Raider. That's what you... It, it is, it's, isn't it? It's, it's kind like, of... Yeah, it's like soft play Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's exactly... That's exactly... I love it. That's how they should market it. Soft play Tomb Raider. Uh, so then, finally, mm. uh, I was thinking... Because I was just like, I, I can't spend any money. I can't justify this. So my final acquisition mm. this week, and I bought this. Okay. I thought, I need to find something for cheap. Yeah. Funbox Party. On Nintendo Switch. Funbox Party. Now that sounds like a knockoff. I've never heard of it. 
Guess how much it was. Fun box popping for a fun box. I don't think that it depends how fun the fun box is. Well, it's a fun box. That's uh, what I'm going to say. 10 quid? 89p. Wow. Was this directly uh, from the Nintendo Switch store? Yes. Wow. Okay. 89p. And I had points. I didn't know that they were actually redeemable in some way. Oh, yeah. From a Nintendo previous ports. purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got it free. Oh, wow. So did you buy Splatoon online then, or did you buy a physical mm, copy of Splatoon? No, I bought, I bought something online. Anyway, great. Mario Kart 8, I think I bought. Oh, well, there you go. That's a premium game, so you will have yes, had some points. Like yeah, yeah, there are redeemable... Actually, there's a really good point that you bring up. So, Thanks, Trammer. Um, on most platforms, and when I mean most, I mean Microsoft and Sony's platforms, so Xbox and PlayStation, you achieve achievements or trophies or what have you and when they first came out i actually thought that they were gamer points that you were able to spend or redeem or trade in in much the same way as you have you know loyalty points for supermarkets and and and, and stores turns out that's not it's all a kudos thing on the switch on the nintendo when you do buy stuff directly from the nintendo shop you do get given points and those points are redeemable off other content it doesn't just have to be games by the way it can be other stuff that the other kind of demos and bits and pieces they do so top tip actually um if you can buy get they're sometimes a little bit more expensive but they're always deals by the way so yeah. if you can buy stuff directly from nintendo and nintendo switch is your really only your only platform that you're using you're using it for your kids then the, uh, top tip actually just buy them straight through the store yeah. don't go out and buy physical copies the only problem with that and I'm, we'll come back sorry Jake in a second but the only problem with that is, is if you do carry on buying stuff on the Switch you are going to need to buy a memory card because yeah. you're going to run out of memory pretty quickly on your oh, Switch the price of games I mean yeah. this was something I was going to come on to it was like £80 for a game yeah yeah. I mean wowzers yeah, yeah I mean I know you get a lot of bang for your buck but £80 just to blow someone's head off I mean in Catford <laughs> you can do that Actually, for 80 quid. And, and there's not much space in prison, so you... Mate, I just need it. a mobile phone number, and I'll sort it. And a moped, quid. mate, and yeah. a moped. Just a name and a mobile phone number, and I'll sort it. Yeah? <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, so Funbox Party. So tell me about was Funbox it worth, Party. Was, was it, it worth the 89p that I did not spend? Well, I mean, I presume it would be, because... I mean, it's 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 less expensive than a coffee, less expensive than a chocolate bar, and you are getting much more value out of it than a chocolate bar. Yeah, no, it wasn't worth it. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was actually. I I enjoyed a lot about. So, what this is game. it? What's the premise? It's a party. It's a box full of fun. Yeah, but so is parties. Mario Party. Party boxes. Uh, you get three games. Okay. All of which are accompanied by a sat Seinfeld theme tune music. <laughs> That kind of bow, dicka, bow, bow, ba, dow, ba, made with some kind of MIDI box from 1971. 1970s. Okay, okay. In a in a in a good way. <laughs> and there are three games. One is called Up Up. One is called Dragon Escape, and one is called Dum Dum. Okay. Up up. Up up. Let's take Up Up first. You are a shape, and it is a fairly crude wireframe shape. Its shape is so is completely immaterial. All I can hear is Mr. Maker and totally I am a square. I am a rhomboid, <laughs> so it has no bearing on anything that shape. Right. Okay. And then what's amazing about all three of these games, and I like the purity of it, they are literally one button games. Okay. Cool. No D pad, no directioning, nothing. Okay. It is literally one button. Okay. Which may have implications for people with physical impairments, like genuinely, like yeah, yeah. Well, there's a whole a thing. Fun... We'll, we'll we'll talk about special effects and okay. a different podcast, but yeah, they work specifically for the yeah. impaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was a this was a box of fun party times, right? So up, up, you're the shape, and you're in space basically, and by jabbing the button, you give yourself little boosts upwards, but there are all these opening and closing sort of doorways. Right. So there are these lines coming across from either side of the screen, closing a sort of flap. And you have to get through each flap, right, up through a thing. And you just, and it just goes on forever. It's randomly generated, basically. And <laughs> yeah, right there, good. And up you, and up you go. And good but, thing this but is a family-friendly podcast. The point being that it's, what I like about it is it's really basic. Yeah. So you get yeah. one point for every sort of trap door oh, you get through. Here we go with your blimmin point system one again. point one point the one point so my high Jake. score was 12 points and i was happy with that 
Wow. 12 points. And if when you, you get, last if happy you get, with 12 points? If you get points? 800 points, do you get a, a desert bus and, <laughs> and a party yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything That would else. be good. Dragon Escape mm. looks a bit like Q-Bert. Do you remember Q-Bert? Yes, 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 that I do. That sort of yeah, isometric yeah, yeah. thing yeah. where you're going on yeah. diagonals. Yeah. And again, this is just randomly generated, so it's infinite as far as I can tell. Oh, wow. Because every time I restarted, it was it's just different. slightly different. Yeah. And you go bouncing down these stairs as a sort of... It's like a wall. Yeah. Made of... It's like an Escher drawing, stepping down yeah, 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 constantly yeah, yeah. towards yeah, yeah. you. And a dragon is flying behind you. Okay. You, you mustn't let the dragon catch you. And you press the button every time you need to turn. So you're going to turn left oh, or right in a zigzag okay, as you go okay, down. Okay. But you've got to press it when you're on that square and time it right. And then you press the button to jump over a gap in the wall, if there's a gap in the wall. That is basically it. There are a few little sort of pickups and bits and pieces. That's basically it. And again, a high score of more than 15, you're doing very well. Okay. So these are, these are basic games, but are extremely challenging. They're basic, but they tap into those like really simple human yeah. elements yeah. you know we were talking about boom blocks yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was quite sophisticated physics the Spielberg yes. game but you know this is it's just that kind of ah oh, I want to mm, I want to beat my I want to beat this. my and because the yeah. scores are quite low it gives you it makes it's that salt, a false sense of kind of oh I can beat 12 yeah it, yeah. It's like those mobile phone games. A lot of these mobile phone games do exactly that. They get you addicted yes. because it's such an easy mechanic, but yeah. you can't ever actually get it. It's, it's like a fairground game. Yeah. It's a coconut a fairground shy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it? So you've got... So the last up, one, Dum Dum. And Dum Dum, yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to let you choose. Okay. And this, this isn't a dating thing, all right? Bowel, lungs, or brain? Bowel. Obviously, right? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like a shot. So that's what I went for. So with this game, you are at the bottom of an organ. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you've got to make Why your way dumb, up. Dumb. I don't know. You've got to make your way up. You're like a sort of um, a little bacterium or something, a single-celled thing, a little smiley face. And every time you press the button, you... Again, you sort of impulse, you sort of pulse in a direction. Yeah. And that direction is contingent on uh, the last thing you touched. So if you imagine the bottom of this organ is rounded and you're at the bottom, yeah. and you're slightly on the left-hand side of it. Okay. When you press the button, you'll scoot t over towards the right as if you're bouncing away. Right. And then when you hit the right-hand side, you'll bounce back, back in the opposite direction. And you have to tap slightly on the bounce. Upwards. And every time you tap... Yeah. You have to tap on the bounce so that you get the momentum to push No, up. you have to tap on the bounce. But every time you tap, like if you tap quickly, you're going to go up quickly. Right. Because you go upwards as well. Okay. And if you tap slowly, you'll start falling back down a bit. Oh, so okay. So you yeah, yeah, work yeah. your way up. It's a bit like Flappy Birds. It's very much like that or Crossy Road, or any crossy of those road. kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... But then there are sort of, there's like spikes and things that you have to avoid. Yeah. So you, it gets more and more complicated. Doodle jump. Until you get to the yeah. top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? For 89p? Man, look, there's no, there's no point in knocking that stuff because the, the only problem that I have with games like that is that, I suppose it's not really a problem. I was going to say that you can get them on mobile phones and that's mm. where you would get them and that's where they should really stay. But the more I think about it, the more I think... These are games that maybe the girls would like to play, Spike would like to play, you know, and, yeah. and, and actually we don't really want them on mobile phones or devices. So the Switch is a great place for them. So I well, was, The Switch is such a hybrid because yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that it, it could fulfil that sort yeah. of boring community. No, I was, when you first started to talk to me, I did start thinking, oh, this is ridiculous. They I should be on, on the mobile. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Because I just thought, I, what I was, they weren't, it wasn't glazing. It was more the fact that what the heck are they doing with this platform? Why are they doing it? But the more I thought about it, and as you were talking about it, it's got two really kind of important points, I think, and you raised one, being that it taps into that kind of inner gamer, um, that just the simplicity of it, and, yeah. and allow it. It's easy access gaming, right? But but really challenging. Um, but but not only that. Um, more importantly, it's family friendly, right? Oh, yeah. And and if you are playing it on the Switch, then it 
it makes sense. It, it, It makes sense for games like that. And, and actually, I think that was the biggest failing that Nintendo had on the Wii was not opening it up to third-party developers, not allowing independent games on it, not allowing this kind of growth to happen. Um, so actually, you know, I've had to self-edit my own thought process <laughs> um, and, and say, actually, it's, a, it's actually a really good idea. No, that's great. The Switch is a very underrated system, I think. Um, I was really against it when they first announced it. I was totally anti the Switch. Um, And even when it was first released, I still wasn't convinced. And it wasn't until I sat down and played with it that I I got it. It just, it it clicked. Well, I I felt, in a way, I felt the same way. We got ours and really for the first six weeks, we didn't really do anything. We bought Zelda and the and Zelda's Mario the game that you Odyssey play with thing. Your family. Yeah, and Mario Odyssey's hard <clears throat> and for a kid. It was too hard. Yeah. And for that reason, it sort of just sat there a bit dormant. And mm. then we got Mario Kart, and that was fun. And then we got Splatoon 2, which my little boy has been aching to play. Yeah. Um, but it was still quite hard. But now I feel like we're finally drilling into it with yeah. Yoshi's Crafted World and, and stuff like that. Yeah, there are some good games. I mean, there's. I'll, I'll bring some over next time and... Please. You can have, you can have a play because there's some really good Mario Party is a great one for the kids as well. I mean, I woke up the other day. The Where girls, were you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God knows. The girls have now shoulder. started waking up in the morning and playing Mario Kart. Mm. Um, so I wake up in the morning and and it's great because the little one Ayla has. Uh, so I put all the uh, auto drive, auto accelerate, auto steer stuff on for her. So she's always so it's hilarious. She'll kind of look at it, throw the controller down, go get her juice, and she'll go, "Ha, I'm winning." <laughs> And, we, and r- poor Anim, who sat there with her controller, really trying really hard, who's yeah. got no assists on, is sitting there. She's becoming really good. But what they've started doing is they've started drilling into the other games on, on the Switch. So they've started playing Mario Party and they've got loads of mini games in there. So that, you know, oh, I walked in the other day and they were both sitting there with their Switch controllers rowing like mad, trying to avoid logs down a river. And, and actually... It's like when we were kids. So when we had Master Systems and Mega Drives and all that kind of stuff, there was really no content that was inappropriate. Yeah. Primarily because the pixels wouldn't allow the content to be. <laughs> and, and it was a very kind of a very... There's always a way. Yeah. Well, there always was a way. I mean, Alicia Dragoon, she was hot. Um, but, <laughs> sorry. Um, Fine. Uh, but but Take now a moment. Yeah, I'm just thinking about all the beautiful women from the uh, Master System and Mega Drive days. Um times um so um but now you can wake up and and the kids can go on and they can play these games and anything that's too difficult they'll switch off straight away and because there is a a library of other games that they can go in and play there's no fear of them kind of hanging around on games that they shouldn't be playing and zelda as lovely and beautiful as it is is pretty hardcore yes i mean i know that there were always kind of gritty games and stuff and in a way, I think they were probably seen in the 80s as being like the equivalent of the video nasty and all of that. And then that sort of got more and more legitimized and people enjoyed harder and harder core adult themed games with all the sploshing and everything. And and I think maybe some consoles have sort of forgotten the joy of, you know, blue skies, to quote the Charlie Brooker campaign. So... It's interesting that you say that. When gaming first came on the scene, and we did a whole uh, issue on this on Checkpoint, I think it was issue five, so go back and check it out if you can. Um, and we, we researched and we, we did, you know, we did some, kind of some historical digging around it. What was interesting is it's, something happened in the, early 80, in the mid-80s, and it was Nintendo. Um, if you look at all of the console games, games or the there weren't consoles really before then it was kind of more pc so you had your c64s your spectrums your you know you had all of that kind of even like the bbc micros and and all that kind of world of of computing that had an element of gaming on it it was all geared towards the family so when you looked at the atari system for example or you looked at the sinclair or you looked at any of these things on the packaging and on the advertising and on the posters it was all families enjoying gaming Something happened in the in the early to mid '80s, and it was when Nintendo decided that they were going to target and market their console towards young boys, and it shifted completely the whole video game industry because immediately the target audience was identified. It became a cool thing for these kids to have, and it became a niche thing, but a niche thing that was actually very cleverly done 
such a way that it allowed for these kids to escape to another world boy and it was boys specifically it was targeted at, at boys of a certain age and to play games so instead of it becoming a family system the console world then started vying for this particular audience when pcs came into kind of the in the mid 90s or early 90s when they're becoming more commonplace then obviously you had a whole new platform for people to play video games on as well which expanded it a little bit more well, obviously we just sat there reading in carter yes of course in my encyclopedia britannica and um in carter it was incredible was was great i loved in carter the unstoppable sex machine is that right? yeah. <laughs> no All right. um uh, but yeah, so so so, it, and it's not really been really until the Wii was released. Again, it was Nintendo, oh. and it wasn't until the Wii was released. Uh, and we can we can talk about mobile games and the App Store and and that kind of stuff. But it wasn't really until the Wii came back that a console was made for families. Up until that point, consoles were seen as the domain of the sweaty teenager in a darkened room, mm. you know, playing with his mates on headsets, and, and it was an inaccessible world. Immediately, the Wii came. Now, the Wii didn't have the kind of social elements like the Xbox Party or PlayStation Plus or any of that kind of stuff uh, to go with, but it did allow for families to play together. Rather than you playing with somebody on the other side of the world, you could play with somebody sitting next to you by that point co-op games on the consoles were a thing of the past split screen was a thing of the past a very few games supported split screen because everybody shifted towards this online gaming stuff so there is something to be said about the way in which kind of it's kind of come full circle yeah which is quite which is quite a lovely thing yeah so it's an inter interesting, interesting concept. But it's, I come sort of projecting forward to a dystopian future where Mario is sort of shuffling along the streets. <laughs> Who wants the big issue? <laughs> you know, Yoshi's like around the back of takeaways. It's just, it's just kind of, it's like that Dave Chappelle sketch on Sesame Street. Have you seen that? No. Very funny. Donkey Kong somewhere in Borneo <laughs> surveying the devastation. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Donkey Kong's Palm Oil Odyssey Four. That was just devastating. The whole game, the whole game. just sitting there brokenly weeping. Just... My man stands oh. over him with a machete. Oh my god! Sorry, is that too too much? It's, it's a bit dark. Too much. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite sad actually. The fact that Donkey Kong was taken out of his actual habitat and and uh, yeah, he, well, can't be, he can't was... be he can't be reintroduced back into his into his habitat. It was a reach there. Um, I know he's not an orangutan. Okay, I'm sorry. But it does lead us on quite nicely onto the quiz. Oh, here we go. It's my turn. Yeah, I know. Enjoy yourself. I will. <laughs> um, I've written them down here, sorry. I've written them down here, so I've got my, uh, my answers. Sure. Is it, I'm not going to look. I I I'm not you. that needy. I don't believe you. Well, I am needy, but I mean, I I'm needy in different you. ways. I, I don't believe you. <sighs> um, so... Quiz time! Yeah, sorry, can you just, I'm just going to move the mirror behind you a second. <laughs> you got everything that you need, yeah? I got my craft knife, mate. I'm laughing. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this from the door. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the door. Okay, so we are 2 nil up. Well, you are 2 nil up on me. Oh, yeah, but that's just nonsense. Um, I, before we start the quiz, I did have a suggestion from, uh, from a couple of our listeners, actually, mm. um, that said that they quite like for the quiz to be multiple choice. Oh. Which I think is quite a lovely idea. Yeah. Did you um, A, agree, B, disagree, <laughs> C, didn't know? Um, I A, agreed, but I also C, didn't know, because D, I needed to talk to you. Oh. So I no, didn't, I'm I wasn't for a multiple sure. choice. I think the multiple choice thing might be quite, quite yeah, yeah. nice, and it allowed people to kind of listen in. Uh, you know, it was, it was Rob that suggested it, and, and Rob, if you're listening, thanks very much for the suggestion. Um... He, he said it's, it's great. He said, but he feels completely and utterly like Bewildered. stupid when it yeah. comes to. The, I said, well, you're not well, the only welcome one. Welcome to the yeah, club. No, exactly. I said that's the whole point of it. So, yeah. so we'd love your feedback. If you, it, we might put a poll up on on after this podcast goes out, we'll put a poll up. And if you want us to do multiple choice, then we'll do multiple choice. And if you okay. want us to carry on trying to, you know, do Struggle. each other's head in, yeah, then then we'll do fruitlessly that. on. Well, um, so, is this multiple choice you've done? No. <laughs> No, I thought I'd talk to you about it first. Oh, right, and plus, you know, you're two nil up, so I think, okay. I think you're you're safe. And I'm kind of worried that um, I'm 
I'm kind of worried that you're you're. I, I'm I'm trying to be nicer to you as you're. Why? Do, do, I, I don't, don't want know. charity. Okay, fine. Next week. No, the this week morning. after. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Question one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Got the, we've got the audio. Haven't yeah, we? yeah. Question one. Okay. okay, so who composed the score for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two? A. Oh, sorry, it's not multiple choice. <laughs> I thought it was probably all A. Yeah, it is all A. Who composed the, the score for what? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Have you got a piece of paper? Yeah. Have you got your bank statement or, or similar or some other bill? Oh, look, it's my lyrics from the Now Show last week. Oh, actually, you know what? At the end of this, we're going to play your Now Show thing, unless there's a licensing issue on it. No, that'd be in, great. In full. Let's the, play the full, unedited version. Got a bit chopped up. You got a bit upset. It was, I was a bit upset. A bit upset. I was a bit upset, Bruce. actually. Uh, no one would say, well, that, Re- that Rembrandt's a bit big. Can we lob off the corners? Ridiculous. Doing a circle canvas to look classy. Um... <laughs> I would say that the composer was um, Van Vangelis. 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 From Chariots of Fire, Vangelis. Yeah, why not? If, uh, I know it isn't, but I'm just going to say it. 1492. He's Greek, Vangelis. I didn't know that he was Greek. Did he? Yeah, I don't know. He probably did. He was see, the Olympics. See, I don't the Olympics know. theme tune was written by him. Just say see. Uh, Question two. What was the name of the main character of Monkey Island? Guy Brush Threepwood. I think. That just came out of some deep, dark recess. Like Monkey Island did. <laughs> the Monkey Island was pretty dark. Okay. That's out on the Xbox, by the way. Is they've remastered it, and it's quite nice. I I loved it, but I, went I was back just and played too it. dumb to play it. When I went back and played it, I actually thought it was... Uh, for the time, it was incredible. Crazy. It was incredible. Yeah. It's like Day of the Tentacle as well. Um, really, really good. Did you play Day of the Tentacle? No. Okay. Similar premise. Aliens, though. Uh, Question three. Question three. What was the first ever video game console called? And for an extra point, what year was it released? By console, do you mean something that had changeable... Carts. Cartridges yeah. of games. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean console by the traditional definition of the word console. I'm not talking about like a right. This are not Pong. No, I'm not talking about even like the Spectrum ZX because they were programming computers sure. effectively. I'm going to say it was the <laughs> I know. the Sega Master System. I know that's wrong. I know that. I think there was. Nintendo stuff flying around before that. Okay. Do you want to hazard a year? 1980. No, 1979. I know it wasn't Sega. That's a stupid thing to say. Okay. Yeah, multiple choices are good idea. (laughs) Question four. Reggie Phil's aim is the president... Uh, of Nintendo of America and the Chief Operating Officer. Sure. But he's stepping down later this year. Sure. Am I available? Can you tell me who's taking his place? And why are Nintendo fans going nuts? Why didn't I click on that headline? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's... (sighs) Is it the guy who... Oh, why didn't I click on it? C. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I because it's the guy who designed uh, the game uh, of life junior edition. I still need a name. I mean, the question was, what's his name? Bryce Quartzwald. Bryce, how are you spelling Quartzwald? Uh, K-O-R-T-Z... Oh, Z, okay, sorry. W-O-L-D. It doesn't matter, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be someone... Uh... Question five. Question five. Okay, so next question. How many Lego games has there been since Warner Brothers has held the license. So it's specifically Warner Brothers Lego video games. I'm going to say Harry Potter. Probably a second Harry Potter. Batman. Probably a second Batman. 
probably, I'm going to guess, I probably don't know about five others. I'm going to say nine. <laughs> Just based on a, a guesstimate of how ignorant I am. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So, uh... Question one. Yeah. I asked you, who composed the score for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? You said Vangelis, or Vangelis. How do you say his name? Is it Vangelis? Is it Vangelis? Well, it depends how. Are you a, a jealous guy or...? <laughs> or a jealous guy. Yeah. Um, I kind Zimmer? of hinted... Was it Hans Zimmer? At, yeah, I hinted at this a couple, Zimmer, of, a couple of weeks ago. Hans Zimmer. It was Hans Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. I saw a lovely quote from... There's a really good uh, documentary. It might still be on uh, iPlayer if you're in Inkerland. If not, use a VPN to... Sure, to why not? That's not legal. Uh, but it's a BBC4 documentary about film scoring. Yeah. And there was a great quote from Hans Zimmer. And he talked about the process. I loved this. He said... Uh, he said, well, what happens is you go in and you talk to the director about what they want from the thing and then you go into a, a screening and you spot the film with all the music cues and what you want them to be and then you come home and you go, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> and I really admired that. And I think that, you know, truly creative people, yeah. you you always feel the fear yeah. before any project. Yeah. You should be absolutely terrified and think there is absolutely no way I can do this. I completely agree with and you. And then you attack it and, and it you just kind of roll with it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I th- so I've got a cute quote, even if I got the thing wrong. Yeah, great. Well done. You didn't get any points. <laughs> You're well still done. Could you have been more condescending with that? Um, well done, you. The next Nothing. question is, what was the name of the main character in Monkey Island? Uh, and you said Guybrush Threepwood. Yes. It was Guy Wood Threepbrush. I'm Shut jo- up! I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I have got craft knife, mate. <laughs> well done. Three points. That's amazing. Well done. That that was like your Green Hill Zone. Yes, it just literally it came just out of nowhere. There. I always try to throw one in there that I think you will know. And oh, and, and, uh, and you always know. I'm just a horrible, dismay. sadistic horror. Um, I asked you, uh, the third question was, I asked you, what was the first video game console called? And I asked you for an extra point, what year was it released? This is really hard. I don't think I would have even got this. It's the Magnavox Odyssey. Of course it was! And it was released in 1972. 1972? Yeah, I mean, that's incredible, right? I mean, that alone, that's why I threw it in there, they because it's a console. Be worth four, I've got to see what that is. So, uh, as you're looking eBay. for that, yeah. Um, yeah, it was released in 1972, and uh, it looked it looked pretty, like, a pretty much like an Atari would at the time. Yeah. Um, so, it, it did well. I don't know how much they go for now. I don't know if they'll even be on sale. I don't know how many they made. Well, I can tell you that, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, they may be getting a new lease of life. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah, I and if I could just this. get the page to load, I could tell you all about it. I mean, it tells you more about the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette than it does uh, yeah. about really the... Absolutely the no point. Um, yeah, incredible. Uh, Do you know what? You can buy one. OK. Yeah, they're like $1,000. So very expensive. Very expensive. So if you've got one kicking around, then... Uh, yeah, yeah. Then it might be worth checking to see yeah. if you want to sell it. You buy yourself an Xbox that'll be completely redundant <laughs> yeah, in know, about two years. In about two years' time. Um, the next question was: uh, Reggie Phil's aim, the president of Nintendo America, is stepping down later this year. And I asked you, can you tell me who was taking his place? And the follow-up question was a bit of a hint, really. And why are Nintendo fans going nuts? The guy that's taking his place is called Doug Bowser. That's right! And ah. and it's just their beautiful coincidence that, you know... It's not a coincidence, though, is it? Well... It's nominative... I would love to know if he's changed his name by Depol. Um, you know, Thomas Crapper. Well, yeah. what shall I do with my life? Well... <laughs> toilet? Um... So that that was that was that answer. And then question five, I asked you how many Lego games has there been under Warner Brothers' thing? You said nine. You weren't far off, and you did count a good few of the ones that were there. There were fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, and they are Lego Harry Potter Collection. So it was the uh, Lego Harry Potter, Lego DC Super Villains, Lego DC Comics Superhero, oh, Lego The Incredibles, yeah. Lego Marvel Superheroes Two, Lego Marvel Superheroes, um, Lego. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie uh, game. Le- does, does your boy like Ninjago, by the way? He hasn't seen it. Okay. 
Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Lego City Undercover, Lego Tell Wars. me about your ambivalence and why. Why? I will do it in a minute. Lego Movie, Lego Marvel's Avengers, Lego Jurassic World, Lego Marvel Superheroes, which yeah. I've already said, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, yeah. which it's, I've got. It's probably too late to say you could just not say Lego. Uh, Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes, and Lego Batman 3. I have to, it's the title of the game. It's the official title of the game. Mm. Otherwise, it's just Batman 3 mm. or DC Comics. You could have said Legos at the beginning. Um, Lego Ninjago, I'm, I find quite disturbing because it's it's quite aggressive. Mm. It looks a bit, a bit too... There's, there's been a sort of I saw a thing about uh, the sort of changing faces of Lego over the years how almost all of the minifigures have gone from just fairly straightforward smiley faces to increasingly fierce and ferocious angry snarly faces yeah I'm not cool with that no I'm not and it's funny you say that because they've started doing I'm sure you've come across this when you get you can customise you can make your own customised Lego thing I mean but for your boy that's fine he'll just rip off the heads of the kid of the Lego things that he doesn't like and make them as wheels for his death yeah. machine he does he does <laughs> he does use Lego heads as wheels and then he's got this sort of half devil half Santa thing right it's him. so freaky it's like Mad Max it's, it's so unbelievable freaky. done in Lego is there a Lego Mad there's Max a, there's a look on his in his eyes in that yeah, picture that you glimpse. posted it's yeah. just quite scary um, so there we go you, the know, you know some people you know they look at their kids and go oh, I wonder what sort of person they'll grow up to be I know exactly what sort of person he's going to grow up to be oh, it's all there <laughs> I could tell you some things well let's leave that for after the podcast sure uh, well done you got one point thanks so that brings you a total of three so this is the this is the running total now three to nil I know but that just says more about how sadistic and ungenerous I am yeah but also says how much I actually don't really know and I should no, probably know I more. Don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but well done. Thanks. Three, three to one. Well, that was the quiz. Thanks for your charity. So, um, it's funny because the, the, I, I use the Hans Zimmer thing because we've spoken about music and I know that you want to talk about music and games, which yes, we I are going to do, do in, 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 a couple of, in a couple of weeks. Um, um, for everybody, thank you so much for your time. Um, Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, keep those messages coming in. You can contact us. You've found us on Twitter. If you haven't, we're at Checkpoint MZine. Um, if you want, just go to CheckpointMagazine.com. All of our social media links are there. You can also get the podcast from there. Although, I don't know why I'm promoting that, because you're already yeah, listening be ridiculous. to it. Um, you're out of your mind. I you're am crazy. out of my mind. <laughs> I am out I'd love to know from you, uh, do, would you like, to, shall we try a multiple choice next week? Maybe we shall. And also uh, things from video games that you say in real life. Yeah, those, are great. those are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love those. And actually, thanks, Julie. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Well, it might be worth actually putting up something on, on, again, we'll put that somewhere on our, somewhere on our, we might even Some. do a whole feature on it in the magazine. Actually, that's a great idea. We'll do a feature on it in the magazine, uh, probably April, May time. So keep your eyes open for that. Perfect. Can we also at some point do uh, just a sort of mobile game special? You know what? I was thinking about that today because I still... And you were I was, no, 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 no. I was thinking because I haven't really played much this week. I've been so busy with other stuff that I haven't... And I haven't really had a chance to play anything and I haven't had people that I need to play with to play certain games. So I've been back on my mobile. Is this still about Risk? Actually, it's it's funny you say that. I play Risk on my mobile while I'm waiting for Grant and Rob to play their Risk turns on the console. It's so sad. That's how bad it is. Um, but no, I, I I think there's definitely we we have to do a mobile gaming thing. We we really do. In which case, we'd love your suggestions for mobile games that you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know, and we'll let you know what we're playing as well. Um, but until next time, I think really all that there is to say is thank you for for listening. Thank you for getting in touch. Please continue to do so. And do share and review that's the important bit yeah absolutely otherwise nobody cares no one cares <laughs> what's the point no one cares it's getting worse and worse that's take good. care bye bye So as promised, here's Jake's Now Show song. Girls, bags, cars, booze, wallop, wallop, wallop. Plastic cups, Chelsea tractors, wallop, wallop, wallop. Lads, lads, hold it, phone's ringing, let me just say. Now it's loans, how can I help today?
Yourself on hold for just one sec. Meat, 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 wallop, wallop, wallop. Petrol guns, mines, blood, wallop, wallop, wallop. Plastic, 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 plastic. Hold on, Danny Dallas, this is gonna be fantastic. I've just had a quick word with my supervisor. It's not the sort of thing we finance often. And even though he's far from being a vegan sympathizer, zero percent interest what he's offering. So what does this mean? Well, here's a clue. Just you guess how much interest we've got in giving loans to you. Vegas, 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 water, water, water. Hippie, dippy, planet savers, water, water, water. Choking on the pavement, put me off my Sunday lunch. Punch, 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 punch. You don't bloody get it, darling. We're the ones in charge. You're saving bits of soap up while the bankers have it large. We literally make the money that makes the world go round. And we're the ones who shape the world with every single pound. Watch. I'd like to mine the Arctic and export loads of nukes. My friend, I'd be delighted to have you on my books. Buy yourself some palm oil. But the orangutans are sad. Don't worry, everyone's forgot that Iceland Christmas ad. Hello, can you still hear me? What about my nutrition? Sorry, love, our business plan's more focused on munition. Our money chucks the planet. Ironic, cause it buys a bunker in New Zealand when the ocean levels rise. Oi, CO2, methane fracking, lovely, lovely, lovely. Firefly, war bombs, lovely, lovely, lovely. We're disaster capitalists and we're a greedy bunch, but vegans. Ah, oh, vegans! Come here, punch, 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 punch. 